Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway Superfans. So should we have a moment of silence? Mm. Yeah. Sideshow's closing. Sideshow's closing. <sighs> it sucks. It's weird, actually, because, like, I was really sad when I got the news, but I have known this information in my heart and soul since the day they announced that they were going to La Jolla. Mm. So, like... It's. I feel like this closing is affecting me a lot differently than like when Scandalous or Leap of Faith or Nine well, to Five. Well, you announced. knew Scandalous was going to close. Yeah, but I was too, still. Like, but... I was like emotionally. I was like really, really upset. Hmm. I was really, really, really upset when when I think Leap of Faith was probably the one that hit yeah, me the hardest. Yeah. Um, and well, I was that like, one seemed more like a sure bet than anything else. Not that there is such a thing, but right. you had, you know, Alan Menken and you had a somewhat recognizable um, property and you had Raul and maybe the reason why it's not affecting me as much now is that You're, I am jaded and I have lost it, I all hope. I was going to say, I don't think it's about that. I think you're just more pragmatic. You understand the system more. Yeah. And, and that the system's stacked against the shows, which is always true. Mm. Uh, and know. I think maybe because I think going into stuff like like going into Big Fish, I was like, this show is going to be a huge hit and is going to win all the awards. And then having that not happen was really devastating. And Sideshow, like I've loved Sideshow for forever. Mm-hmm. I've always known that this was its fate. It's fate or something. I don't believe in fate, but like, you know what I mean? That like yeah. this just... It's a hard sell, and I just always I have it was very yeah. I'm gonna like a I feel like I'm a realistic optimist. That's what I mean. Yeah, you're like I'm very I'm still extremely op- yeah. optimistic, but I'm not an idiot. Right. But then there are shows like Big Fish or for me Catch Me If You Can that I'm like I'm still a little unsure of how those didn't do better. Right. Because I liked that. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think that maybe the reason why it's affecting me less this time Mm -hmm. is because the experience I'm having with Sideshow is completely different than any experience I've ever had Mm -hmm. with a show that I've seen this many times. Because with 9 to 5 and Leap of Faith and Scandalous, um, I was like the only one that liked those shows. And everyone was like, what the fuck is wrong with you seeing that show so many times? It was awful. And I was like, no, Mm. but I love it. Why do you care? I love it so much. And this time I'm like, everyone's like, yeah, that show is really fucking good. Yeah, that's true. And like, not that that should matter, but it's slightly validating. It's extremely validating. It's extremely validating to have everyone like the same show that I like. And it makes me happy. Yeah. Other people are liking the show that I love more than any of the other shows. And if the people that didn't know about it just went to see it, they would probably like it too. Exactly. But they don't want to go see it. Because they're stupid. I go see it. It's so hard, those shows. I don't I feel like I feel like you could sell that show. It would probably be darker than than they might expect. But you, you know, it's about these, yes, conjoined twins, but fascinating women who were in a terrible situation. I want to see the Lion worked King. their way out of it. I want to see and Wicked. it's uplifting and also very sad, but I'm not going to tell you. I really want to see Jersey Boys. Well, I was going to see Mamma Mia. You could see those shows anywhere. You could see them mm-hmm. on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Go see them on mm-hmm. a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. See a Broadway show on Broadway. <sighs> I try really, 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 really hard to not be very, very resentful of long-running shows because I hate that. And like, and I it, went to go see Wicked recently and loved it. And you know, and and when I was at working BCFA at Phantom, like there were so many people that were so happy to be seeing Phantom, yeah. and that made me really, really yeah, happy. Yeah, and it doesn't mean those shows aren't good. It right. just means that they're still being there. Is is taking away the chance right. of people seeing other shows. Yeah. I think this week when Sideshow announced, I really 
I thought a lot about how I was like, think of the, just in sheer numbers, the numbers of people that come to New York saying, I want to see a Broadway show. And like the, you know, several thousand people that went to go see these long running shows and didn't go see Sideshow. Right. That, and that hurt. And that made me angry. Yeah. But then I was like, <sighs> I like Wicked. Well, yeah, I, but that's the thing. I mean, listen, Phantom's nonsense. <laughs> um, but... I guess if you're just looking at it from entertainment value and you're not actually caring about the story, then I totally understand um, why you would be drawn into the spectacle of it, especially if it's the first big Broadway show you've ever seen because it's not that big anymore. But if it's the first one you've seen, it's going to look huge. It's This is what's so... I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the shows that I saw when I came to New York for the very first time when I was like 15 and uh, like the shows that I wanted to see mm-hmm. were Chicago because yeah. I loved the movie and I wanted to see Rent because yeah. Scary Spice was in it at the time. I saw Rent because Joey Fatone was in it at yeah, the time. Yeah, she was out when I saw it. So Bummer. that was really frustrating that I didn't actually get to see her. But like, like I had, I mean, I was like, I just want to see shows. I want to see shows. But I had like a couple shows in my brain that I was like, I want to go see these shows because mm-hmm. I want to see Chicago. And then the other shows that we saw were shows like that just sounded good. You know, yeah. we saw... I don't know. We saw the producers because, like, the producers obviously had a lot of buzz, um, and it was like so, easier to get a ticket by that time. Forty Second Street. I saw Forty Second Street because that was level. just like it's a big Broadway musical. I like. I want to see a big Broadway musical. Absolutely. And I just, I just, I don't, but, but, okay, wait. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. When I look back at my playbills from that time, and I look at what else was playing right then. Holy shit! There's a lot of things that I wish I fucking saw. I know. Like I could have fucking seen Aida. I could have seen Wicked when it was like in previews. Mm-hmm. Um, like I could have seen a lot of things, but I don't know. I don't have any answers. I'm just emotional and sad and I love Sideshow. I know. Both times I came to visit um, before I moved here, I only saw one show That's each crazy. time That's because crazy. it was one of the things I was doing in New York. Yes, I love theater and I've obviously gotten much more deep into the Broadway scene since moving here and doing this, but... It, I wasn't necessarily reading all the playbills right. and the whatevers. Um, I just knew shows. So I saw... What did you see? I saw Joey Fatone in Rent, right. which was the whole reason for when I came. <laughs> um, and then when I came back, I was trying to... I was at TKTS trying to decide between Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which is <gasps> when I had started getting into knowing more mm. because I was like, oh my God, it's got Norbert Leo Butts. It's got um, Sharon A. Scott, Last Five Years Reunion. It's got Joanna Gleason. Like, I knew all these people, mm. and I love them. And also, I was trying to decide between that and A Light in the Piazza. I knew nothing about A Light in the Piazza. I knew none of the people in A Light in the Piazza, but I was told by a friend who had seen it that it was one of the most beautiful things he had ever seen. I went with A Light in the Piazza. I do not regret that. Right. I do wish I had been like, maybe I'll see both. Right. Because why not? Why not? But... You know, I didn't, but... um, Yeah, my first trip we saw, my mom and I saw, like, five shows in four days or something like that. It was actually funny because, like, my mother is in town this week, Mm -hmm. and we went to go... I took her to Honeymoon in Vegas on Friday, which she loved. And we were talking afterwards about, like, shows that, you know, that that we've I've taken her to mm-hmm. because pretty much have only taken my show my mom to shows that she has loved the one exception being the Adams family which <laughs> I admitted to her that I was like cuz we like took the whole family to the Adams family and my mom was like yeah that was the one misstep you made and I was like yeah but I've never done you wrong since then and admittedly the reason why I took my entire family to see the Adams family was because I hadn't seen it and I was cheap and I didn't want to pay for a ticket and yeah. my parents would. Yeah. So I took the whole family to see the Adams family. And I was like telling my, you know, my mom was like, I just uh, like, I don't, rem- I don't re- remember, like, I don't remember the shows. Like some of them I do and some of them I don't. And I don't know what the difference between the ones that I remember the details of the show and the ones that are not. And I was like, you know, busted out a Maya Angelou quote and was like, people remember or people forget 
what you said and people will forget what you did, but they won't forget how you made them feel. Oh, right. Which is like, and my mom was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, because yeah. And that I, and then I was like, that is why I see shows a billion times because like legit when I got the scandalous cast recording, somebody sent it to me before it was released. I did, however, purchase it <laughs> because if you don't buy cast recordings, they, they will, will stop yeah, making they them. Will cease to but exist. I'm telling you, people, somebody sent this cast recording to me like weeks before it was released in the middle of the night, and I fucking purchased it the day it went on sale because I love cast recordings. Yeah. Preach. Anyway, I like somebody sent it to me in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I like put in headphones and lay down on my bed and listen to the whole thing f- straight through. And it, and I, in my eyeballs, I could see the show Yeah, because I saw it nine times. And that is why I see shows a billion times. Yeah. I, when I listened to old ragtime, cause they mm. didn't make a cast recording of new ragtime. They made an EP. They, they have the, the EP, but, um, I see, I see the 09 revival because yeah. I saw it recently. And since we started seeing shows to review shows, I remember them much, much better because I'm specifically looking at them to remember them, not also just to like, I'm watching a show, (laughs) which is like, I remember nothing of of The Wedding Singer, for example, which was one of the first shows I saw. But I do remember remember liking it. I liked The Wedding Singer. I thought it was a lot of fun. I loved Stephen Lynch. I loved Laura Benanti, who I had never seen in anything Mm. and I didn't know who she was. Um, I loved... uh, I can't remember his first name, Sandoval, who's in Honeymoon in Vegas. <gasps> yeah. Matt. Matt, thank you. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he I was like great. like him. He's real funny. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying I wish so, I wish so, so, so much that I remember seeing 42nd Street with Beth mm. Lovell, but I don't. I remember loving it and thinking it was amazing and really funny and like I remember loving it, yeah. but I don't have any... Memories of actually seeing the show, and up until I saw another production of it, like like two years ago, I like couldn't remember the plot. That's how I feel about the Ragtime tour. When I saw it in high school, when it came to Chicago, and I bought a terrible T-shirt. Like I bought it because I bought T-shirts for all of the shows we went to see, but it was literally the ugliest show T-shirt. No, I threw it away because it was like white, and I would wear it to bed all the time, so it got real dingy. Um, oh, man, I know. I can't but believe you it got rid of it. You hideous. threw it also, away. Well, also at that point, I was like, "This shirt is ugly. I'm done with you." Yeah, but it's like a collector's I know. item. I mean, I wish I had kept all. Like, I got rid of. I threw away my Lamey's shirt. Oh man, Devery. I think I might still have my Beauty and the Beast shirt from the tour, which is like huge and has a rose on the back and it says Chicago. Amazing. See, um, I have tons of T-shirts from shows and shit that I, they're just in a box. Yeah. I just, I can't get rid of them because yeah. I can't throw them away. I know. I, I had, must have had some sort of manic episode because I usually don't throw anything away. That's fucking like, true. Get it out of here. That's so weird. I don't know. There was, well, this is slightly irrelevant, but sort of to what we're talking about. Um, I had all these pictures up on my wall when I was 13 and very unlike me one day, like, you know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, the uh-huh. whole works, uh, just decided I was like too, too old, old for, for this shit or something. <laughs> and I took them all down and I threw them all away. Oh, and now I'm like, so Oh God, sad. I don't have my Jonathan Taylor Thomas posters anymore. So sad. I know. I'm so mad at 13 year old me. God, what a jerk. I know. Anyway, Sideshow's closing and it's sad. Please go see it. Go see it, you Please guys. Please go see it. It's so good. And if you're not in New York City, buy the cast recording when it comes out. Buy the cast recording. If they do it in your city, at your regional theater, go yeah. see it. Tell your high school theater director that you think you guys should do Sideshow. Do high schools do Sideshow? Yeah. Interesting. Why not? I don't know. I guess it's not inappropriate. It just seems like weird. It's a big undertaking. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, it's extremely... I think it's an extremely difficult show because the you got to have a lot of talent in that theater group. Um, or you don't. What? <laughs> it doesn't... I mean, you hope they have a lot of talent. Well, sure, but I'm saying, like, to find... Uh, Casting-wise, having a group of high schoolers and chancing on the fact mean. that there's two girls who can sing well and look relatively similar to each other yeah. and in a, rehearsal, a high school <laughs> rehearsal setting... Can move together. Yeah. Difficult. Right. But 
Sideshow will live on in our hearts and minds and souls. Their and time, our time, sideshow. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> I'm sad. I know. I just want to see it forever. You know, I, I got really, I had a really awful, awful moment like last week or two weeks ago or something like that, where I was like, like, like legit my bedroom. If you could see my bedroom, like, you know, the gypsy poster, like that's in my bedroom and there's a sideshow poster. There's a leap. Like I got, I have lots of giant posters. I have a huge scandalous poster stuff like from the flea market. I got the huge Rocky poster and I was like sitting in bed looking around at all my big, huge Broadway posters. And I all of a sudden was just overcome with a deep sadness because I realized that this was before they announced closing. But I was like, I knew that in a very short amount of time, Sideshow was going to be a poster on my wall and not a living, breathing show in my life. New Sideshow, because old Sideshow already is right, a poster. Right, sure. But also old Sideshow was never a living, breathing well, that's piece of true. my life. I understand what you mean there. But it just sucks. It sucks when you have like the perfect production of your perfect show and you're like, it's here and I can go see it and I can enjoy it. And starting in a few weeks, I'll never be able to see it ever again. Mm. This is how I just try to describe to people, people who are like, how could you, why would you see that show a million times? Um, part of it is like, I'm like, if you're, favorite movie your absolute all-time favorite movie that you could watch anytime it's on tv next week it goes away and you never you can never it watch it goes the into movie. the disney vault. it goes into the disney vault <laughs> and you can never ever watch it ever again i asked this of one of my friends once her favorite movie was nightmare before christmas mm-hmm. and i was like what would you do if a month from today you could never watch that movie ever again in your entire life what would you do and she was like i would watch it on repeat every moment until that time when they took it away from me. There was a period of time in my life where Newsies did not exist because I had like forgotten about it. It was on Disney Channel all the time and then life happened. Mm. Um, and I was a teenager and, you know, it was hard. Um, mm. And then someone reminded me of it and I went to Blockbuster and rented the video of it and watched it. And for the whole five days of the rental, I watched it every day that I had that five-day rental. Yeah. And then the rest is Newsy's history <laughs> and Patty and Emily. What about like when you listen to the Catch Me cast recording on <sighs> repeat for like six months? Yeah, it's still in my top twenty-five most played. Mm. It's like all the Catch Me cast recording and then like a bunch of Justin Timberlake songs. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what it like. Uh, I know. No, I mean I get it. I definitely <sighs> get it. It's gonna go away, and I'm not gonna be able to see it anymore. That's going to be really painful and sad. The good news is that I'm sitting in a really fucking kick-ass seat for closing Mm. because my birthday is this week and my parents are in town. And I was like, when they announced the other night, I was just like, that's it. That's what my birthday present is, Mm. is a premium price ticket to Sideshow. $200. That's it. That's all I want from a birthday. (laughs) I'm going to be sitting fourth row center. I hope I see you all there. Please go see Sideshow. I want to talk about something else. Okay. It's Alice Ripley's birthday. Happy birthday, Alice Ripley. This is like kind of a separate subject, but it's still know, sort of about Sideshow. That's why I sort of laughed. Happy birthday, it, Alice Ripley. I fucking love you. What do you think she's doing? She has a show today, probably. I don't know. Oh, she did. she's in a show right yeah. now. I don't know. Maybe she's like having having dinner after the show with maybe she's got a significant other. I don't know what her deal so. is. Or if not, I hope she's happy with I that. I hope so. I feel like she... <laughs> I don't know anything about Alice just Ripley's personal life. I why hope she's I? happy, which why I wouldn't she's, I? I know. I don't know what I, if she's dating anyone. But good <laughs> luck to her and her life. I love you. I think you're wonderful. Stay weird, Austin. Yes, stay weird, Austin. <laughs> happy birthday. She happy birthday. is always, she looks damn good. She looks really good. She looks really fucking good because she's always older than I think she is. Yeah. I can't wait to see her in something again because this this show like sold out. Yeah, it's all sold out, and it was a short run. Right, it's the Christmas Christmas memory at the Irish Rep. Yeah, never seen anything Uh, there. Me neither. I also don't know what they're like tickets for poor people programs are they might not even have them i'm sure they do no idea we'll look into it for the next show the only reference frame of reference i have for the irish rep is a finian's rainbow cast recording that they made that i have finian's rainbow (laughs) do they use blackface 
I hope not. It was not that long ago. <laughs> I don't know when that production was, but it was certainly it was a time a period. It production. should not have fucking been in any. They definitely should have gotten yeah. rid of the blackface. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, Alice Ripley. Happy birthday, Alice Ripley. Ripley. We love you. Um, yes. Call Emily Skinner and tell her to come see Side Job. Oh, yeah. I don't think Emily's going to see it. Do they still have Monday performances? No. Those were only in previews. Nope, she's not going to see it. She's not going to see it. She's a MAME. Yeah. When does MAME end? The 11th of January. Oh, nope. Yeah, I know, I know. Ah. (laughs) That first Sunday of January is like... The worst ever. It should be some sort of I think I'm going to like turn off Time Hop. Or just not look. I'm just Uh. like... The first like... Maybe for all well, of January. All of January. Say, I'm just say, not going to look at Time is, Hop. The way that Time Hop works, it's not like... It's not on Sundays. Yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. But, um, but you know, I've found Time Hop to be slightly inaccurate sometimes because I've had things come up on my Time Hop and they've been like, this day, four years ago, and the picture is definitely... Like, I've, I don't know. There was something I like posted a photo that was clearly from like a very specific date. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this day in history. And I was like, nope, that was three days ago. I had to ago. log out. Oh, that's weird. I had to log out and re- and log back in because it was saying like last year, one year ago was actually two years ago. Oh, that's weird. And I was like, Maureen, you were in town last year. And she was like, no, I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, it was two years ago. Yeah, time hop. I'm probably going to shut you off for January because you're going to hurt me in my soul. Man, January. Melissa Strata Jones. Actually, you know what I think is really interesting? Yeah. Is all the people that have been like, oh my God, Broadway's dying. All these shows. So much. There's six shows closing in January. Five of them are from past seasons. Well, yeah. The only one that is from this season that is closing in January is Sideshow. And they all have shows going... Like right and like ready to listen, go. I'm not saying theater. like. Listen, if if sideshow, you know, the people who are who are once is 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 to them as sideshow is to me. Like, I get it. I fucking get it. Like, yeah. if sideshow ran for four years and was closing, I would still be really sad about yeah. it. I would be like, no. I would still feel the same way where yeah. I'm like, you're taking away my happiness. Yeah. But like, you. You had some time. Well, yeah. You got a Tony. You got years of pit on Broadway. Well, that's why I didn't like lose it when Newsies closed. Right. Although it was still dumb and shocking, but I understand Disney and their nonsense right. logic and right. their money grubbing logic. I love you, Newsies. <laughs> me also. But um, uh, yeah, no, it's not the same thing. Right. It's not the same thing. You guys know that. Logically, you know that. Broadway isn't dying. Ticket prices are actually going down overall, which is good because people were like, I can't pay that much. Mm. But that Thanksgiving week was like one of the highest weeks in years. So people are still going. People go see Broadway shows. I maintain that anytime someone's like, Broadway's dying. Nobody wants to produce new musicals. I'm like, as long as Wicked is making over like millions of millions of dollars every week in every continent and every state and every country... Um, people are still going to want to make new musicals. Because they want Wicked. It's a gamble. Producers know mm-hmm. Broadway is a huge gamble, but sometimes they can get Wicked. Yeah, you fucking can win the jackpot. Sometimes you could get Next to Normal, which mm-hmm. isn't Wicked, but it was still a happens. hit. Lightning and still strikes. Ran people... and made people money and won awards and yeah, probably wasn't expected to do any of those things. Right. Anyway. Oh. Happy birthday, Alice Ripley. Happy speaking of <laughs> Next to Normal. Shit, I wish I could see Next to Normal again. Fuck. I wish I had seen it with Marin. Oh my God, Marin was amazing. Marin and Jason were <sighs> incredible. Mm. Fuck. I wish that show was around. I would see it again. All the shows. Anyway, God, we got to talk about something else. Yeah, yesterday was Nancy Opal's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Nancy Opal. I, I love her. She's so good in Honeymoon. She needs more to do. Always. Like, I'm not going to review it. Patty hasn't seen it on the Broadway yet. Yeah. Um, we'll go when it's frozen. We'll go when it, it might be. I think it's already frozen. Yeah. I have no idea. Honestly, I mean, I saw it a year ago at Paper right. Mill, but like, I couldn't tell any changes. It's like the same show. Yeah. Of, well, they've memory. already recorded the cast recording. Right. They record the first preview. Yeah. They yeah. did the same thing with Newsies. Which, Paper like, Mill, I have been killing that cast recording. Or oh, yeah. I've been listening to that cast recording a lot. Also, because, like, I realized the other day that, like, all the things on my phone were like, 
I have like parade like and sideshow <laughs> and like Dessa Rose. And then I also have honeymoon. So oh, whenever I look at my yeah. phone, I'm like, mm, honeymoon. Yeah. Um, That's why I great. listen to the Joseph Mega Mix at least <laughs> once a day. Once a day. No, I'm joking. But it's funny. Maybe. Anyway, Nancy Opal. Oh, happy she's birthday, a queen. Nancy Opal. God, she's fucking great, man. She's so funny. She's the best. She's got that crazy voice. She's the shit. Like such a crazy great voice. Everybody go see her in Honeymoon. Yeah. And tell her that you love her. Yeah, and tell her that we sent you. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone should tell Nancy Opal that we sent them to Honeymoon. Oh my God. Okay. Because we're like... I don't know, soldiers for Nancy Opal. We are soldiers for Nancy Opal. That's the fucking truth. Now I'm just like getting freaked out that all these people are going to come up to Nancy Opal on They're, the street and say that, that we no, told no, them. No, no, not on the street. If you go see <laughs> Honeymoon and you go to the stage door, if, all big ifs, and you want to, you should be like, Patty and Emily told me to see the show. Okay, that's yeah. That's all you need to say. Okay, say that. <laughs> I once saw Nancy Opal at Dwayne Reed at midnight, and she was <laughs> buying, toilet, buying paper. toilet paper. And it was the first time I'd ever seen Nancy Opal in the flesh, and I freaked the fuck out. And then was like, like did that weird thing where I was like not going to talk to her. But like couldn't leave the store for like 10 minutes. I'm mean, not 10 minutes. I don't remember. I, know. I like saw yeah. her in the aisle and was like, holy fucking shit, that's Daisy Opal. And she buying toilet paper. I want to say something about urine town. And then was like, <laughs> like couldn't come up with anything. She would have loved that. And I then think. was like, why did I come into this Dwayne Reed? I needed something. And then like <laughs> I had to buy, you know, figured out what I needed to buy. And then I think she had left by that time and I calmed down and bought so whatever I needed and went home. Make the transaction and get out of there. <laughs> That's funny. It's weird seeing. It's like seeing teachers at uh, the yeah. mall. You saw Allegro this weekend. I saw Allegro. And now I can say that I saw Allegro. Because <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. John oh, Doyle. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I would. I Truly... Would be very curious to see a um, actual production of this show. Yeah, that this was like no. I'm yeah. just saying, like this was a highly constructed, artistic, like I don't know what words I'm looking for, like very experimental mm. production of a guard. Yeah, and like <laughs> I don't know that show. Yeah, so. Yeah, not so much for me. It was the show itself is boring. The material itself, the material itself is like, I mean, I don't, you know, like the music's all right. It's weird. It's just like about this dude who like grows up in a small town and his dad's a doctor and, and he's a baby at the beginning of the show and Claiborne Elder was playing a baby. That was weird. Um, yep. Was yeah. he what? He was playing himself as a baby. A baby baby? A baby. Baby, capital B, baby, like sitting on the floor and looking around like a toddler and like stand he like oh he God, Claiborne Elder me, had to play out a scene where he took his first steps. That makes me think of that SNL sketch. <laughs> oh, that guy that has the, the body like, of a baby. Yeah, that like baby Shit. exactly. Yeah, he had like that's oh he like had to stand up and like and I can't wait till he talks about this at runs a minute. Oh man, it was weird. Five. It was weird. And just like the yeah, the the story was pretty boring because it was like I'm scrolling Oh, my dad wants me to be a doctor. I'm at this nice girl in school. Now I'm going to medical school. And like, I hope that girl waits for me. And like, oh, cool. She did wait for me. Um, but like, she wants money. So I'm going to be a big city doctor instead of like a small town doctor like my father. And then, then, then you know that, like at that doctors. point when they like moved to the city, that is where, like, I think that's what used to be the second act because uh -huh. everyone used to say like, oh, the second act's a mess. And the, certainly the second half of the show was like real just not very different from the first half of the show and like really confusing and like a lot, I don't know. It was weird. It was mm. the whole show was weird. The production was very strange. And like, there was just, you know, there was a lot of like people saying lines, like people standing facing the audience on opposite sides of the stage, talking to each other, oh. but like not looking at each other and looking into the audience and stuff like that. So it was like very cold. It was like a very cold production. And there was like, there was like all these parts where Claiborne elder, like was standing up on the back wall, like with his hand on the wall. And there was like a heartbeat sound. It was fucking weird. I, yeah. I'm glad I saw it. It runs at classic stage company. 
It closed today. It closed today. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought it was this yeah. weekend was that. Uh, not my cup of tea. I have no idea why all the actors were playing the, the, the instruments. Because Made, it's a it John Doyle production. Like, yeah, and that's why I was like, listen, John Doyle, make it make sense, or we don't want to see that shit no more, and we don't want to see that shit no more. Because it made no sense. I mean, it it's was not a, a shoe. It didn't make sense. Well, I didn't actually see Sweeney, so maybe it's unfair to me to say that it didn't make sense. But it seems like based on the show, there would be no reason for those people to be playing instruments. Just it was a direction choice and an interesting one. And it was the first time he had really done it on maybe ever or at least on such a scale. So people were interested right. in it. And then like he's like, ah, it worked. Let's keep I'm gonna hello dolly it. this and like literally there was actor. like you know some of the some of the actors were playing shit ton of instruments and then like one of them was playing like the triangle. Yup. Why would you cast that person? I don't know. I mean, I'm glad they have a job and they shouldn't have to necessarily play an instrument, so that's fine. But it was not. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was just not so much oh, okay. for me. Glad I saw it. Well, I know I saw Allegro. Yeah. Well, how was that Kate Baldwin concert? It wasn't a Kate Baldwin concert. <laughs> oh, oh, what was that concert Merkin called? Hall. I went to. Um, oh, it was like the the music of 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 Julie Stein. That's right. And it was wonderful. That's good. It was great. I'd never been to anything there at Co- the Kaufman Music Center or whatever yeah. it's called. Um, I've never been there either. Nice space. Yeah. Small, um, but like good acoustics and stuff. Very warm in the theater. (laughs) Extremely warm. And I mention it because A, it was extremely warm. Went with my friend Kevin of Theater Aficionado. At large. At large. I always forget the at large. Um, (laughs) And and we were both like, wow, it's really, really warm in here. Um, I was like wearing my fur coat that night because it was super cold. Um, So I was like, I'm like, I was like sitting in my coat. And so I was like, maybe that's why I'm so warm. And then like afterwards we were talking to Kate and she was like, she was said that after the first concert, they were like, it's so warm. And they like asked the management to turn the heat down. Cause they were like, all the actors are extremely uncomfortable. It's too warm. And the management was like, that's how our audience likes it. And they wouldn't, ter- they wouldn't turn it down. And I was like, Listen, old people. I mean, I've been in freezing theaters, but I would much rather be in a freezing theater than a hot theater. Yeah. Maybe the old people like it because it just lulls them to sleep. That's the way they like it. I don't know, man. I got no explanations. It was very warm in the theater. Anyway, the show itself, um, it was really great. It was really interesting because, like, at the beginning, uh, who you know, the artistic director or whomever gave a little spiel and was like, this one's going to be a little bit different than what our concerts normally are like. Um, which from what he said, gave me the impression that what their concerts are normally like are a little bit more like a Broadway by the year at town hall with Ah. Scott Siegel, which I have feelings about. And so then I'm a little (laughs) curious what their concerts are normally like, Mm -hmm. if it's more just like, hi, and now this person's going to come out and sing a song. Oh, whatever. Um, because this was much more conceptual. Mm. Noah Racy Uh directed it. I don't know if you know, he's like a dance dude. Hmm. Why do I... Oh, ah, ah. He was in Holiday Inn. That's what I just saw him in. There you go. So he directed it, and it was like the first act was all this Julie Stein music from like the 40s and like his early stuff, and it was in the style of like a radio show. So they had like an old-timey microphone, and everyone was like wearing clothes that I would assume were like from their own wardrobe that they were like, Hey, wear something of the style. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it was Julia Murney was in it too. Oh, Julia. I love her. So then, yeah. So it was cool. The first act was like, it was kind of like a musical because Mm. they were like, there was a fucking story. There was a story going on. Like each actor was like coming up and like singing songs into the microphone, but behind them, it was like the waiting room of all the other people who were like waiting to perform oh, and stuff. Cool. And there was like a whole thing, you know, like Kate Baldwin had like a relationship with one of the guys and like he, you know, they had like this really sweet, he was like flirty with her and mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, and like Howard McGillan like gave um, like Julia, Julia Murney was late. Oh, fake late, no. fake late. It was right. real funny. Right. Um, and then he like gave her a Tiffany bag, like a little Tiffany bag. He also gave Sally Wilfred a little Tiffany's bag. And then they were like, Uh-oh. oh my God, he both gave us Tiffany's bags. And then they were like being, a- there was like a whole story going on while people were just like singing 
songs also. So like part of it was like, then I wasn't paying attention to the songs. I was paying attention to the story that was going on in the background, but it was very enjoyable. I liked it a lot. And then the second act was in the style of like, it was like more of his later stuff. And it was like Mm -hmm. in the style of a sixties variety show. Um, Which, oh, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Uh, It was also enjoyable, but because it was TV style, there were, we didn't get any backstory or Ah, any story going on. So it was a little disjointed, the two acts, but extremely enjoyable. Kate Baldwin sang Dimes Are a Girl's Best Friend, (sighs) which wrecked me. I mean, it it was beautiful. Yeah. And then Julia Murney sang one of my all-time favorite songs, If He Hadn't But He Did. Oh, oh. Right, oh, right, right, oh, right. Oh, I fucking Julia Murney. love that song. Uh, Julia Murney is amazing and makes always really funny choices. Very, 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 very funny choices Julia Murney That made. is a song that is so done so much all the time, and I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about yeah. it. Yeah. Keep yep. doing yep. it. Everyone do it all yep. the time. I could listen to that song in every dumb cabaret I go to because yes. it makes it not dumb. It's great. Julie Murney was fantastic. Kate Baldwin. God damn it. Ugh. She's just goddamn delightful. Oh my God. Kate Baldwin. She's going to be in John and Jen. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I... I'm so excited about that. I'm so fucking excited about that. I don't, I'm really fucking excited. Kate Baldwin, John and Jen, Carolee Carmelo parts. I tweeted yeah. her. I said, Kate Baldwin, now this is the trend where you play all the Carolee Carmelo parts. And she said, yes, please. Yeah. So yeah. Get on that. Yeah. Parade. Per- Jason producers Danieli. and shit. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, John and Jen. I'm really excited I'm about that. I'm very excited. I'm very curious who they cast with her. Well, he's got to be tall. <laughs> I guess not, because this is her brother. Yeah. Listen, Kate Baldwin is a dream. Oh, my God. Do you think they're going to... No. Does he have to be a redhead? Does he have to be a ginger? <gasps> there are no... The only one I can think of right now I is... I can't think of any. Um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and I don't think he'll be in it. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> if Jesse Tyler Ferguson did the off-Broadway? Isn't it a theater row? Um, I'm not sure. It's a production company, so... I'm it, pretty that sure make, it's a theater row. That would make row. sense. I don't know. Uh, anything that I was reading didn't necessarily say it was going to be, just who, just like who the company Kate was. Baldwin. Well, I know that she said they haven't cast um, John. Uh, John yet. <laughs> what else was good in that concert, though? Everything. Sally Wilfred... I've never, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. She was fucking great. What's, tell me her credits. Um, Sally Wilford has been seen on Broadway in Assassins, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, and King David. Do you know who else is in The Adventures of Tom Sawyer? Who? Kristen Bell. Wait, like Kristen Bell? Mars. No fucking shit. Yeah, she was Becky Thatcher. I think I did know that somewhere in the back of my brain. Uh, National tour, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. (gasps) Rona. Off Broadway. Sea Rock City, Make Me a Song, The Music of mm-hmm. William Finn, The Mistress Cycle, and The Prince and the Pauper. Hmm. Recordings, Sea Rock City, Sweet Little Devil, New York City Christmas, Make Me a Song, Assassins, King David, and The Prince and the Pauper, Regional, Footloose, um, L-M-N-O-P. Is that a show? Or is that an abbreviation for a show? Somebody tweet know. us. Let us know if you know what that is. Little Miss Sunshine, world premiere, Les Mis, Marry Me a Little, Amadeus, The Last Five Years, Enchanted April, to name a few. Oh. And then she's done like Law and Order and, um, oh, she was on submissions only. So I've literally never seen her in anything before. She was fucking great. She was really, really, really a great songstress. Ooh, she sang the music that makes me dance. It was fucking unbelievable. Julie Stein. I mean, one of my faves. One of my faves. Also, Julia Murney sang People. <gasps> I didn't make that up, did I? I didn't imagine that. <laughs> Why isn't it in the playbill? She sang People because I thought about it when she was singing it. I was like, holy shit, Julia Murney's singing People. Maybe That's what she sang at the Actors Fund. That's what she sang at the Actors Fund. Maybe it was just an addition to the show. <laughs> what? <laughs> did I just like. Have a stroke? A fever dream? And a fever dream that I saw Julia Murney sing people? I saw Julia Murney sing people? Are you going to text Kevin? Okay. I don't know. Great concert. I will try (laughs) to check out more things at the Kaufman Music Center. They do good work. It's good to know about. 
Yeah, and it was um, like I had seen that the concert was happening like uh, last week or something, and was like, oh, fifty dollars. Never mind, bummer. And then Julia Murney tweeted ten dollars tickets with a code. Oh, and I was like, yeah, let's do this, Kevin D. Daily. Other casting news that's weird and interesting. Laura Benanti. Oh my God, is going to be in the Spring Rockettes show. W- yeah, that what? I'm very intrigued and excited. I've never seen a Rockette show, I've but seen I will see this one. The Radio City Music Hall Christmas Spectacular eight times. Oh my God. I is love it. the it. same show every year? Uh, no, it's mostly the same show every year. Do they still have camels? Yes. That's, I would not go see that. Are there camels mm. in the spring show? Uh, I don't know if there are. Are there large animals, animals in the spring show? I don't know if there are animals in oh, the spring show. I don't show. know if I can see it if there's large animals. They're sure. like really inhumane. It's like really bad conditions. Hmm. Camels don't belong in New York City. They are in the zoo. Mm. I mean, I understand the distinction, but there was like a picture that went around last week of a camel. I in saw like the camels ho- the ho- where they the holding are. Room where they're I like went backstage. They, they and put- saw them in their little houses. They don't live there all year. They do are there during the show. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm not sure if there are animals in the... I don't think there will be. The reason there are camels is because one of the... It's one of the original numbers from the 1936 show, which is this creepy, amazing living nativity. Nope. I mean, it's a Christmas show, so I can't really get mad at right, the right, part right, where right. they tell yeah, the story of why Christmas. I'll never see it. Because right. I'll, That's fine. I'll barf on and it. The, yeah. Um, it is fascinating. <laughs> uh, but I understand your reaction to that. But... On all the levels, uh, I, I'm assuming there won't be. She's apparently going to play like a high class, bi- high powered business lady. Oh, what's interesting to me is how much this will actually be a part of the show because it's the Rockettes and the way that the Christmas spectacular is structured. There's a story, and basically, it's like Santa um, is telling the story, and the Rockettes have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> What? They'll like have Santa tell the story. It's been a couple, but it's always some sort of variation on like material things aren't the reason for Christmas. It's love and friendship and things like that. Um, and so there'll be like a couple of kids or whatever. And I thought Jesus was the reason for well, the season. There is, he is, which is why they have the living nativity at the end. It's the last <laughs> thing that happens. Um, but then he'll just be like, blah, blah, blah. You're right, Michael. You should get your brother. You should make your brother a present because that's more important. And now the Rockettes are going to do a dance. Like, it, uh, I mean, do you think they, Laura Benanti's going to have, a, there's going to be at least one gag where she like pretends to do high kicks with that them? That is the first thing that came to mind. It's <laughs> like, are they going to incorporate her with the Rockettes? Because mm. there's very little an- interaction with the Rockettes and anyone else in the show. Um, I'm very curious to see I what this is. I think the original show was really just the dancing. And then at some point they were like, let's put a story in there um, to keep people's attention. You know, attention. <laughs> um, but so that's why I'm like even more curious about what this is going to be because they have Laura Benanti. What's going on? That's like a big name that would need more than just, I think, being a, a side plot in between dances. I'm going to read you the description. <gasps> Benanti will play the lead female role of Jenna, a billionaire and CEO of a her own billionaire. Company, who just purchased an NYC tour company that she plans to take virtual. I don't know what that means. What? You're just going to like put <laughs> masks on and what? see New York. It's going to be like the ride. Wait, what was she? How did she make her billion? I don't know. She has friends in high places. A few you might recognize. Jesus. Jesus. I don't know. Santa? <laughs> um, but little does she know that she's about to embark on an unforgettable New York adventure with the Rockettes. What? So reading that, <laughs> I'm guessing the Rockettes kidnap her and show her the true New York with high kicks. I don't know. Where she's like, you don't need to see New York to see New York. You can just put on this virtual reality mask. I really want to know how she made her billion. And why, after making her billion, she was like, I'm going to buy a tour company and this is going to be my new thing. That is like like when you're, you like retire and you're like, I'm going to open a restaurant. Yeah. But she's like a billionaire. 
I'm why, also, why specify billionaire? I don't know. I'm also interested in this show because um, my friend Lisa used to be a Rockette. And that's one of the reasons that I saw the show so many times. Also because I just love it. But <laughs> um, And she had been working on the spring show that they were developing. Hearts and Lights? Before. Yeah. So I wonder if any of that is a holdover from this because that never uh, actually happened yeah, because nobody bought happened. tickets to it. So I think that's like, the other reason why Wait, they're so like, the Rockets always do a spring show? No, they used to like a long, 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 long time ago. Oh. So um, Hearts and Lights was like the first time they tried to do a spring show for like 10 years or something. Like modern times. No, like oh, oh, more than oh, 10 years. Oh, like yeah. 60 years. Yeah. Ah, well... Okay, okay. So, so Hearts and Lights got canceled. Yeah. Then they were like, let's get Laura so Benanti in here. But I wonder if any of that is a holdover. I don't think so because hmm. that was also the Hearts and Lights was more of like a, a Valentine's Day theme because they were like, well, let's sort of still tie it to a holiday. That doesn't make any sense. Valentine's Day is in winter. Well, it's in February. Yeah, that's not springtime. Well, then maybe I had the dates wrong. but oh. um, Or maybe that's what it was first conceived as. I don't Oh, yeah. No, why would they have a show in February when they just ended in January? I made that up, I guess. <laughs> I'm um, really curious. I wonder if any... Yeah, the production was originally conceived as Hearts and Lights, this says, oh which was God. abruptly halted days before performances were scheduled to bring, begin last spring. Just like Rebecca. <laughs> I was very when that that production got canceled. It was very shocking. It was shocking. because there was like posters in the subways and shit, and then it was not happening. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, Laura Benanti can't fucking wait to see what that nonsense I'm is all very about. Excited for it. I wonder if they'll have like in the lobby, um, in the downstairs lobby, they have a sleigh with Santa that you can take a picture with. I wonder if they'll have like a tour bus that you can take a picture in. With a cardboard, cardboard cutout. Exactly. I will I wanna can I steal the cardboard cutout of Laura Benanti? <laughs> that definitely should go on my, you know, bedroom wallow Broadway. Oh, yeah. Well you have to get the cardboard cutouts of the, the twins from, Oh, from Sideshow? Yeah. Oh my God, they better fucking be selling those at the flea because you know I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm very interested. Like, Alexander Lackmar is arranging the songs and Diane Paulus, I think, has something to do with it. Wow. Well. Mia Michaels, Finding Neverland choreographer, is doing some of the choreography. I'm assuming it says the opening number, but they have their own Rock Cats choreographer, so I'm assuming most of it. Very, Basically, very Harry Weinstein was just like, hey, everybody I know, <laughs> come do this. Work on this for me. Yeah, Diane Paulus and Warren Carlyle. What? Yeah. 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 It's going to be weird, I think, <laughs> I and I'm real excited about I it. I can't wait. Oh, man, Laura. I like that they're just calling it the New York Spring Spectacular because that's going to, it's like simpler for dum-dums to understand. Than hearts and lights. <clears throat> because they associate the Rockettes with the word spectacular. You know what I mean? Right. The, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, this is probably the only Rockettes show I'll ever see, so better make it good. <laughs> Carolee Carmelo update. Carolee. Wait, what was the theme song I came up with? It was like, Carolee, 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 Carolee. Carmelo. Update. <laughs> update. <laughs> oh my God. My mom today with my, my mom, I was telling my, my mom was like talking about my birthday and she was like, what are you excited about? This is a thing my mom will do. She'll be like, what are you looking forward to and excited about in the coming year? Um, for your birthday. And I said I was really excited about going to Atlanta to see finding nope, the other one. Talk everlasting. <laughs> I did it to you. <laughs> I made you confused. Talk everlasting. And my mom was like <laughs> she called her Carolee Carmella. I did not correct her. She's like, Oh yes, you were saying <clears throat> Carolee Carmella is in that. And I was mm. like, Carolee Carmella is in it. <laughs> I don't know why it cracked me up. I don't know either. <laughs> it's not funny? Carolee Carmella? It's funny. It is a little bit funny. Anyway, Carolee update. She's awesome. No updates. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the usual. Um, nothing right now. She's uh, heard the concert she's doing with the Gay Men's Chorus this next week. Um, oh, right. If somebody wants to buy me a ticket to it, that would be awesome. 
Because I can't afford one right now. <laughs> All my money's going to sideshow. When does Tuck start? January 11th. Mm. Oh, she's so probably like down say, there. So, but the, if she's doing the gay men's course. No, not January 11th. I don't know. End of, it, it, they start performances like the end of January. So I would assume maybe then they'll come after the holidays. I don't know. That's I, 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 I'm not sure. I don't know how like much rehearsal time the they need. holidays are happening. Right. Like, you're just going to make people give up their holidays to rehearse your show. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, I hope Carolee is um, happy wherever she is. I'm sure she is. She seems like she's always happy. Do you think she has like a full length white winter coat? Yes. Right? I once I, saw you know Beth Level just... on the street in a in a knee length down winter coat that had a Whoa. hood and had a f- white fur trim on the hood. She walked past me. And this what was like four years. Color ago. was the coat white. Oh, you did it was say white. That. Ah. It was beautiful. She looked like an angel. When you said full length white coat, I pictured Carolee in like a duster where it is literally like down to the floor. <laughs> What's because, a duster? Uh, it's what you would wear when you would drive an old timey car. <gasps> you would wear goggles. With it, it would kick up dust and it would literally be like covered from head to toe because you couldn't get your fancy gown dusty or your, you know, breeches. Or I'm imagining her in like a floor length, like a, like a nice white, like a white wool or like a mm. white cashmere, but, but has, length. but has like the white fur cuffs on oh. the sleeves and on the hood. That's or what the I'm Satin imagining. buttons. Satin buttons. Okay. Yeah. Of like the cuff. Yeah. Yeah, like very angelic looking. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah, I hope that's what she's doing right now. Mm. Is wearing a (laughs) 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 that's my Carolee Carmelo update for this week. That's all I got. John and Jen's being revived. That's Carolee related. That's true. Sort of. I wonder if she'll go see it. Probably if she can. I think. Do you think if I ask her, she'll come see it with me? No. <laughs> I think she will very politely be like, oh, <laughs> I'll check my schedule. And then like be like, it, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. I'm going to see John and Jen a bunch, I bet. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Me too. I hope it's good. <clears throat> Me too. Like a good production. Oh, well, yeah. Obviously, Kate Baldwin's a dream. Kate Baldwin for president. I don't think Kate Baldwin... No, I mean, I know. I don't think. I know that Kate Baldwin has never done me wrong Mm-mm. on a stage. She or in person. Can... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's perfect. She's perfect. <laughs> so um, everybody's been putting out their year-end lists because it's the end of the year. Boo. But it doesn't make sense to put out year-end theater lists. No. Because it's a mix, a mix of seasons. We like already said what we liked at the end of last season. Well, yeah, it always confuses me every year because they're like year end list. The best show was like this show, and I'm like, what? I saw that show like last October. Yeah, because there'll be things that open in like the like late fall or but came into the yeah, the, or like or, technically you could be like my favorite show of this season was beautiful. Yeah, because it opened this year. Right, I mean. right, right, right. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, but I was really um, happy. I was going to say, Sideshow side was, was on the list. It's a Sideshow. Yeah. Fuck. Go see Sideshow. Oh, my God. Disgraced was on a lot of them, too. Hey, Disgraced was really good. That is really good. Real show. good. Tried to get my family to go see it. No. No deal? Well, it was like everybody was busy and shit, but I was like, this might be the one show that like... Oh, that like... My brother likes. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, he lives here though, so you could maybe get him to go. No. Okay. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I gave up. I took my mom to Honeymoon in Vegas right. and that was enough. I'm just thinking about my family at Disgrace. That would be interesting. I honestly have no idea what what my parents' reactions would be. Oh, God, you should take them. Wait, well, aren't they stopping over here. in they New York are, when you guys are um, going to Sweden? Maybe on the way back. I think they're leaving the 30th, so if we're not too jet-lagged or something. Dude, take them to that. Um, and also providing they have a show on Monday, which they might because that week's a wonky week. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'll take them. I'm going to go see Sideshow on Christmas Day. Because they have a show on Christmas Day. Like, nobody has a show on Christmas Day. I was going to say, I bet Chicago has a show on Christmas Day. Oh, man. (laughs) 
I'm going to go see Sideshow. Wait, I want to see what shows have shows on Christmas. There's literally like four. Who's Be- playing Christmas? Beautiful has a Christmas show. Tough Break Jessie. Oh, no. She I don't think Jesus she's going to so do that. She's not going to be in that night. She has to be. Why wouldn't she be? Because she loves Jesus so much. I feel like she could, le- she could legally tell them she cannot play that day. Christmas is weird to me because, like, I don't... I don't get it. You're Jewish. I know, but like, <laughs> I guess the thing about Christmas is like, what you're like supposed to like, you could like go to church and stuff. Like yeah. you have church services and mm-hmm. it's like a special church service. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to, in my brain, I'm like, Christmas is such a huge, huge, huge fucking deal, but it's so the religious aspect of it, like A, in our culture is minimized, but also B, like legitimately, like if you're just like a super religious person, like, how would you actually celebrate Christmas? Like, maybe you would, like, go to church. But, like, it's not... I don't know. Judaism has, like, so much, like, stuff you have to do. Like, I'm thinking about, like, the most important holiday in the Jewish calendar would be, like, Yom well, Kippur. the most important holiday on the Christian calendar is not Christmas. What is it? It's Easter. Oh. And for that, if you're a really big Christian, well, if you're Catholic, you'd go to an Easter vigil, which is like a million hours long. Oh. Well, if anyone knows whether or not Jesse Mueller is going to be in Beautiful on Christmas Day, I'm let us curious know. I'm very know. curious. Um, Chicago, I was right, does yep. have a Christmas show. Cinderella. All right. Disgrace has Oh my a God, do you think show. NeNe Leakes is going to do her performance? I really want to see Cinderella. Oh, that's a good question. I want to see her. Um, the Elephant Man, Bradley Cooper, giving it up. Look at all these motherfuckers doing... Well, wait, when is, like, isn't Christmas Eve is more important to people? I guess Christmas Eve... Do they all have shows on Christmas Eve? Hold on. Honeymoon has a Christmas show. Let's just finish this. Jersey Boys, Kinky Boots. Oh, there's, like, a lot. Miz. Hmm. Are you sure? Matilda. This is Christmas Day? December 25th. That's so weird. I thought that, like, nobody played on Christmas Rock of Ages. That's what you should go see on Christmas. But, like, none of them have Christmas Eve shows. Like, some of them have matinees, but none of them have Christmas Eve shows. I don't know, man. Christmas doesn't sense. like nonsense But you still have, like, Christmas dinner. I don't know. But might be more, I don't know. How many? There was shows that performed on Thanksgiving, weren't there? Probably. Like, Chicago. (laughs) Chicago, I'm sure, performed on Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, yeah, because there were because Probably I Santa. was like, what shows could I th- see on Thanksgiving? And it was like Chicago and Mamma Mia, and I was mm. like, never mind. Well, yeah, hmm. but I'm gonna go see Sideshow on Christmas Day. That Why sounds not? like a I'm gonna see Into the Woods, a joyous Christmas occasion. Eve, get some Chinese food. Oh man, I gotta wait till the, all the way till the thirtieth to see Into the Woods. Oh my God, how are you gonna survive? I don't know. I will do it <laughs> because if I don't survive, then I don't get to see it. True, ever because I'll True. be dead. I've heard it's very <laughs> fucking good. I've only heard good things from kind of reliable sources. Reliable sources who also can be skeptical, skeptical. bitches. Skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was trying to figure out a nice way to say that. <laughs> Cynical. No, but I feel like A, I feel like everyone in the world has seen the movie but me. I know. Everyone has Why seen it. They've had so many screenings. Fucking screening, God. everyone. Jerks. This is humbling us because we're really we're not that big of a deal. We can't, well, and we can't I get into an Into the Woods screening. How famous can we be? I think most of those people probably signed up by email. Some people what? were invited. Like the one with the talk back, that was like an industry event. But I think a lot of the screenings are like the pre-screenings you can go to if you're like... No, 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 no. Those are indi- the people that we know that have been going to these things. That's like industry mm-hmm. things. Those are invite only. I don't think that they've been doing like screeners like like because I'm on those lists. A, I'm on a bunch of those. No, but lists. I have friends in Chicago who went who aren't what? in the industry who went to screenings who are like seeing into the woods. What tonight. the fuck? I was like, I hate you. Wow, we really are at the bottom of the f- the feeding chart. What is it? The feeding. The food chain. The food chain. Mm. <laughs> the feeding chart. <laughs> you confused the food chain <laughs> and the food groups. I think that chart of the food groups. Whatever the pyramid. Why did I want to see into the woods? You'll get. We'll still get to see it. I tried to use an into the woods quote on my mom today to make her feel better. <laughs> I went over and had latkes at, at, at <laughs> my um, my brother and my sisters tonight. Um, even though Hanukkah's not for a few days, but we were all together, so yeah. we had latkes today. And my mom was like, 
like really upset, not really upset, but like upset because the latkes were not as, they weren't the best latkes she had ever made. Oh. And everyone was like, they were good latkes. And she was like, but they could have been better. And then I was like, mom, if life were made of moments, you'd never know you had one. Mm. And she, that did not help the situation at all. What? Well, how, what? She was just like, <laughs> she wanted, she thought she could make better latkes and she didn't think these latkes were good enough. And I told her I thought the latkes were delicious. And then she told me that I got the best ones out of the whole batch. And that's why I was saying that. You can only make your best latkes once. That's true. Because once you've made them... Maybe not. What if every single time you make latkes, they're better than the last latkes you made? That's impossible. Why is that impossible? Impossible. <laughs> no, I, I fucking agree with you. You know um, what I mean? It's that quote. The it's- latkes were delicious. They were fine. Oh, I don't really moms. like latkes that much. I love latkes. No, just like, I just want them to be hash browns. Well, they base their almost on. I know. And when I was a kid, I used to put ketchup on them and everyone made fun of me. Because they well, were like, you're I supposed put to put sour potatoes. cream or mm. applesauce. And I'm like, fuck that shit. I want ketchup. Make them a little crispier. Make them hash browns. They're fucking hash browns. <laughs> That's okay. like my favorite Sondheim quote. It's like Life were made of moments quote. you'd never know you had one. Sideshow. I still like, well, it's not, I don't know who wrote this. I guess it would be him and not James Lapine. But you may know what you need, but to keep what you have. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fucked it up. You may know what you need, but to get what you want, better see that you keep what you have. All right. I like that one. Yeah. It's on time. Yep. <laughs> oh, into the woods. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. I'm also, yeah, I mean, we just literally just talked about this, but I'm very happy that everyone seems to be liking it. Yes. Yes. Because we can be bitches. Who can? And we can? Yeah. Not us, personally. Oh, people. But. In general, and the theater community, mm. and even if something isn't perfect, which right. nothing people can love, be, people are like <clears throat> so angry that movie musicals don't happen. But then when they do, they, they love just to tear love them down. to tear them apart. Because even Annie, I think it probably will be a little bit of a mess, but it also looks pretty entertaining. Listen, I watched the preview for it, and everyone was like, "This looks like poop," and I was like, "Um, this looks amazing." I don't want to watch any of the previews. I watched um, the trailer. The trailer. Oh, I've seen the trailer. I, oh, the I trailer thought the trailer made it, it looked amazing. Cameron Especially Diaz aside. I, I have to say start, Cameron Diaz did not look good. I want to start from the beginning so that I can get into the world that they have made Annie before I watch some crazy taken out of context scene. Sure. And be like, this isn't Annie. Right. But, it, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm more okay with Cameron Diaz now that I know... And it makes sense to me that she's like their foster mom and not running an orphanage. Cause then she's like, I don't think she's then the character of Miss Hannigan from the musical. She's sort of an mm. offshoot of it, but uh, she's like I understand what trashier and not as sad. I guess in my brain, when I watched the trailer, I was like, Oh, Cameron Diaz is the Russell Crowe. <laughs> well, I don't think that's necessarily wrong, but I think that's not as important a role. It can be. Yeah. A little bit like The Baker's Wife, maybe. You can have a Carol Burnett or Dorothy Loudon, um, or you can have... What? I'm not even talking about vocals. Oh, I'm not either. I'm just talking about... um, Or, you know, you can just have Miss Hannigan be like a somewhat comedic foil. Mm. All right. I think it looks like a good movie. I think it's going to be very entertaining. From now on, anyone who doesn't like it, I'm just going to call them racist to make them uncomfortable. That's just a good to idea. stir the pot. Yeah. Just to piss people off. Oh, so you're a racist. Hmm. Also, because when you call someone a racist, it's always interesting to see how they react to that. Yeah. Because that's how you know if they're racist, mm. how they react to being called a racist. Anyway... Happy birthday, Alice Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new segue. When yeah. We need to end a segment. Happy birthday, Alice Ripley. Even if it's not your birthday. All right. So. Oh, the Laura Benanti tweet of the week. Yeah, you ruined the intro. Sorry. <laughs> now it's time for the Laura Benanti tweet, tweet of, of the, the week. week. I can't remember who read it last week. I don't remember either. Do you want to do this one? Okay. Okay. Laura Benanti tweeted on December 10th at 6.54. PM dinner time. I didn't know this was a thing, but vote for me or Cheetah. Never mind, vote for Cheetah. And it is a link to the Broadway World 
Cabaret Awards in Los Angeles. So everyone, <laughs> go find this tweet and vote for Cheetah Rivera. Yeah, um, or Lara Benanti, or all the other people that are nominated. Cheetah is currently in the lead. Twenty-four percent of the votes. Laura only has nine percent of the votes. Tough break, kid. Well, she told everyone, all of the people that would vote for her, to vote for Cheetah. So yeah, that's probably why Cheetah's winning. The only reason. The only reason. Hey, Daisy Egan's show. That's actually, I think, the only thing on this entire list. I saw Daisy Egan's Daisy Egan's show because she did it at 54 Below, mm. one for my baby. It was a fucking incredible show. If I was voting in the Broadway World Awards, if I gave a shit, I would vote for her. I like that Megan McGinnis's show was just called Broadway Cabaret. Oh, what a fucking badass. I wish I'd seen it. That's fantastic. I love Megan McGinnis now. That's that why I've she doesn't her. do that show in New York, though. Because it's called Broadway Cabaret. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Megan, find a real name for your cabaret show. Do it at 54 Below. I'll well, come. Do a new show at 54 Below. She, she, you have to do a new show. Only if you've done it in New York. Oh, okay. Anyway. Okay. Kathy Deach did a, her show was called Heart and Soul. Mm. Jennifer Holiday did the same show as Je- Laura Benanti, I guess. I can't read it. <gasps> That's probably not true. It just says it's Chris called- Isaacson presents. Dot, dot, dot. That's weird. So maybe these aren't the the titles of any... Maybe Megan's show isn't called Broadway Cabaret. (laughs) That one might be like part of a series in looking at this because, you know, those other two are probably part of a series like that Cheetahs is just called A Legendary Celebration. Oh, my gosh. At the Valley Performing Arts Center. Oh, man. This is nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, Broadway world. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with a Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, Dreamcast, etc. And in the meantime, go see live theater. Like sideshow.